16 Camp Pendleton Marines were arrested Thursday morning for human smuggling. This arrest comes after two Marines were arrested for the same crime earlier this month. They were arrested publicly, so the entire battalion saw what happened. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Andrew Dyer, you're the military reporter for the Union Tribune, and this morning, Marines got arrested. Why? Well, uh, 16 Marines, to be exact. Um, It happened during their morning formation on the uh, parade deck at their battalion in uh, the San Mateo region of Camp Pendleton. Uh, The uh, public affairs officer for the division told me that um, this was intentional. It was meant to be a, a public display. They, uh, everybody got formed up, and they uh, arrested 16 individuals and questioned eight more. Um, and this is for human smuggling, correct? Right. So this uh, human smuggling and uh, drug-related charges, mm-hmm. which I've been trying to get more details about that all day, and... Um, I don't know much more about the drugs, but the human smuggling, we actually do know a little bit about because a few weeks ago, two Marines from the same unit were arrested by Border Patrol after allegedly picking up three unauthorized immigrants um, on Interstate 8. And uh, those two individuals have been arraigned in federal court in their uh kind of going through the the process right now. Um, but apparently this was a much larger, more involved uh, smuggling operation. So how are they found out? Uh, basically, how did they get caught? That's a good question. Um, it's related to the two individuals that were arrested uh, July 3rd, but it's unclear right now whether that arrest led to... Um, NCIS finding out about these other Marines or if they were already under investigation and it just so happened that two of them were picked up by Border Patrol. Um, We're not clear on that yet, but it's uh, an interesting facet of of the case. And how much do we know about how sophisticated this smuggling action was? Was this like, were they acting as coyotes or is this kind of a one-off they got caught kind of situation. So again, the details from the arrest today are very slim. Um, it is a, a striking number of, of Marines arrested. All of them are junior Marines, E2 to E4, so that's your your PFC, private first class, to, to corporal. Um, all we really have to go on is the, the two Lance Corporals who are arrested July 3rd. Now, what they told investigators... Um, was that they had a recruiter who would tell them where to go and and who to pick up. So on the uh, the day they were arrested, about 10 a.m., uh, this recruiter told them to drive to this part of, of Interstate 8. There's like a, a dirt turnaround pullout area. Uh-huh. And um, that they were going to be picking up three individuals. Those three individuals um, told investigators that Somebody on the phone told them that they were going to be getting into a black car, and this uh-huh. was the uh, the car the Marines were in. Um, so other than that, that's the most detail we have about how this operation worked. Mm-hmm. But um, the Marines 
that were uh, arrested then uh, told investigators that they had uh, transported another unauthorized immigrant the day before. Uh, one of them said that he had done this about four times. Wow. So this was a, a more ongoing and involved operation. And, and just from what we know, it looks like they were just picking up people from point A and driving them to point B. Um, they said that one person they dropped off in Solana Beach, another one around Del Mar. So, hey, if you're stationed on Camp Pendleton and you've got a day off, um, it, I you know, it's a, a easy way to make a quick buck, drive out to uh, East County, uh, a little bit out. You're making it sound like there's a Craigslist ad out there. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, I think that uh, it'll be interesting to follow the federal case because, unfortunately, in the military justice system, as mm-hmm. we've recently learned with the uh, Gallagher court martial, um, it can be difficult to get information. Um, and I think we'll have more luck and learn more from the federal case than we do the, the military case. So, this will be tried in civilian court, right? Well, the, the two Marines arrested July 3rd, that's federal. They've already been arraigned in, in federal court. Mm-hmm. Um, the 16 arrested today, as of now, that is in the military's jurisdiction. It was uh, the Naval Criminal Investigative Service, NCIS, who arrested them, and they're being held at the Camp Pendleton Brig. Um, mm-hmm. Now, whether federal agencies were involved... Um, the Marines have not said. So far, it looks like this was a Marine and NCIS operation. And you have a sense of what kind of penalties these individuals will face, both um, for breaking the law and also within the military? No, not yet. And I think that will become much more clear once we get past this early foggy phase and where we actually see a charge sheet. Um, Because if it is just transporting you know that's one type of charge but if there's a conspiracy if there's a ringleader if drug smuggling is involved well then we're in a whole kind of other area of the justice system where your penalties become much more severe um but you know the the marines are just saying drug related offenses Uh um that could be as simple as um you know they found a joint on somebody so Mm -hmm. until we get more details from from the military from the marines um it's going to be difficult to say what these guys are looking at and uh this is somewhat tangential but i remember about a year ago or something you wrote a story there was a study of servicemen and basically they take part in illicit behaviors more so than the general population. Do people in the military commit crime more often than the general population? No, they don't. Okay. Um, there uh, are a couple factors that that affect this. For one, um, there's a more of a, a microscope on these guys. Um, yeah. You know, I was in the Navy, and we were always told that we're under the microscope, and everything you do is in the paper, so don't do anything, anything wrong. Um, but the the Mar- with the Marine Corps especially, this was an infantry unit, 1st Battalion, 5th Marine Regiment. They're part under the 1st Division. That's a, an infantry division. These guys are um, young. Mm-hmm. They, they skew younger. They're more male than the other branches of the military. 
and all of this kind of affects that that study that that we're talking about yeah. where um troublemakers you know, tend to be young men you know men between the ages of 19 and 22 uh, don't always make the the best decisions. Mm-hmm, certainly. And uh, speaking of unfortunate decisions, there was also another San Diego-related story with this uh, group that was asked to be sent back uh, from Iraq. Why don't you explain what happened with that story? Yeah, yesterday the uh, a platoon from SEAL Team 7 was kicked out of Iraq by the Joint Task Force Commander of the Special Operations Command, um, for uh, looks like they were drinking in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really a surprise. We, as we learned in the Gallagher trial, that a, another SEAL Team Seven platoon, um, Gallagher's platoon, in 2017 had a rooftop bar where they were operating from uh, outside Mosul, Iraq. Um, it's unclear where this platoon was operating now, um, but. I got the impression yesterday um, that this was an alcohol-related offense, and uh, I think uh, the Washington Post actually got a couple of uh, sources on on uh, on background to confirm that with them. So it looks like they were drinking in Iraq, which is not authorized. Um, I think it's something that happens, but um, so been- it, you can't drink period while you're on. So you can't drink period when you're serving, right? You can drink at certain times and at certain places um, with command authorization. So, um, you know, on a deployed ship, you're not allowed alcohol. But if you're at sea for 45 consecutive days, you'll have a beer day and everybody will get two beers. And hopefully you hit port (laughs) before you get another beer day. Because if you get another one, then that means you've been at sea 90 days. And that's that's no fun for anybody. So there are certain times when, you know, alcohol will be authorized. But um, in Iraq, it it is against regulations to consume alcohol. And uh, I think that these seals are under a lot of scrutiny at the moment. Um, There was a, a story just this week in Navy Times about an East Coast SEAL team who were um, uh, had upwards of a dozen members um, involved in cocaine use oh. and skirting the Navy's drug testing program. Um, so I think they're on a, a, a tight leash at the moment, and that may have played into what happened. And what happens when you're sent back? That's a good question. Um, I don't know what, what awaits these guys. Um it depends on again the nature of the infraction and the severity of the infraction. Um, I think that it does send a message to the Navy special warfare community that um, things that may have occurred in the past are, are going to be looked at mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot harder. Uh, these guys are under a lot of scrutiny at the moment. Andrew Dyer, thank you so much. Thank you. In other military news, Wounded Warriors is moving out of Camp Pendleton. They will continue to see the same primary care and mental health care providers they saw at the support center in the camp. However, the locations will change. The move comes as the Defense Department is looking to cut 18,000 uniformed military medical providers' jobs, about 20% across all services. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. 
You can also listen to the Conversation, or Ideas and Opinions podcast. Abby Hamblin interviews newsmakers and experts about stories and issues in the news in San Diego. Look for it on your podcast app or go to uniontrib.com slash the conversation. Until next time.